0: Good morning it's your girl dj narc <laughs> yo what the fuck is going on with this eclipse fam like for real what's going on i was sitting in a i've been sitting in an airport <clears throat> for the better part of 30 hours i think i got to the airport way too late uh for a flight that i thought for sure would be delayed who leaves visa at 1 a.m. and isn't late um but then it ended up that I was actually mad early so I spent half the night no I spent the night at the airport which was actually totally fine um it's such a chill place then I woke up then I had to take a flight I had to take four flights actually um and somewhere in there I think I was in Barcelona The wave of this eclipse started to hit me, and uh, (laughs) um, I think I finally get what I mean about my mom always saying that I should be, like, way more humble. I think she's too humble, to be honest. I think she should be more like me and my dad. (laughs) But she was, you know, uh, she had a difficult upbringing, a hard one. So uh, I think she understands humility in a way that I don't want to understand it, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would say that to her a lot. Growing up, I'd be like, yo, you're not going to get out of me what your stepmom got out of you because you're not my stepmom. So you're just going to have to deal with the fact that you my real mom. And, like, kids, you know, are sometimes not, like, the nicest to their real moms because unlike your stepmom, like, I'm not, I'm not going nowhere, you can't get rid of me. Um, so I've always, you know, like we've always butted heads, to be perfectly honest. When I started doing the Aries readings at first, I think y'all could tell. If you go back and watch like the the first, first, first ones, like I got I got mad issues, you know, because just, yo, me and my mom have had a hard time of it. If you hear her tell it, she's such a warrior. She's like, what? Whatever. <laughs> That's kids. <clears throat> but she got a lot of kids, you know. But for me, like, that shit was war, you know. Cause so I was just trying to be me. And as you can tell from what I just said, like, me and my mom are really, really, really different. Um, so here I am sitting in this airport in Barcelona. Be- weather's beautiful. People are beautiful. Spain is always a good idea. Like, the Spanish are, oh, they're wonderful. They're wonderful Their hearts are wonderful. They're wonderful to look at. They have the most gorgeous aesthetic. Like, it is so simple, so classy, so put together and yet unfinished. Like, I just, I love it. The way they plant their flowers, the color they, you know, paint their houses, everything. Everything is so subtle and yet so vibrant. Like, ah, I love it. The only place that I've ever been where the aesthetic is, what I would say, not better, but just was more appealing even than the Spanish to me. Um, because Spain, I think, took my heart when I was like 14, 15. And, and after since then, I've just been like, yo, Spain is the paramount of civilization. Um, but then uh, I went to visit a friend, I think when Baba was like three or four, to like 2010, I want to say. That's how I remember shit, because I don't remember anything about time or dates or nothing, but I remember it by how old he is. Um. I went to go see a friend in Istanbul, and that was like, that was the first time since 15, since being in Spain for the first time that I had looked around somewhere and been like, yo, what is this? Like, (laughs) what is this? Like, I went to Rome on my honeymoon, and I love Rome. I I fuck with Rome heavy, walking around in a museum, right? Like, the food, the people, everything, it's gorgeous. (laughs) Excuse me, but it's not my aesthetic. Uh, But Istanbul, like, I... I spent so much of the time there in tears, just because, like, everything from the tile work to the colors chosen to the to the foods eaten. Oh my god, food, food as art, Istanbul. You know, um, but it's the same mezze tapas. Like that whole region has the you know has the thing. So I'm sitting in this gorgeous uh, place, you know, Barcelona. Come on. And uh, I had what I like to call the concrete moment. And you know why I like to call it the concrete moment? Because just yesterday I recorded this podcast and it didn't save. (laughs) So it's given me a chance to uh, collect my thoughts even more. And perhaps that is God's favor to you. So you don't have to listen to me ramble too hard. Uh, I know you could hear the birds, but it's the morning. Come on, breathe through it. It's You know, bird song is harmonically frequency raising. So those of you who find the bird song irritating, it's because your frequency is so out of whack that it's annoying you. I'm just saying, I'm not throwing shade, but all the people uh, that were commenting, like, for example, on some of the videos, like, I'm not going to name signs. Let's not name names. But some of y'all were like, those birds are so annoying. And I'm like... Nah, fam, you probably annoying. (laughs) How are birds annoying? Like, stop. That's nature. That's the vacuum speaking to you. We should be so lucky. You're going to love it when the birds are all gone because they can't breathe the fucking air. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, so the reason I call it the concrete moment is because yesterday I was sitting here telling y'all all all my personal shit. I mean, I, I feel like I may have just like in the energetic realm went and deleted that shit because man, I said a lot, personal stuff. And like halfway through it, I was like, should I be telling this? I don't, I don't know if I should be saying that. No, I don't think so. Because I'm actually deceptively private. Like, I think I've said this before. I think I said it in a Pisces video that my very good friend, Pis, Piscean friend, Jason, who's been my friend forever uh, since I was like 19. Um, he told me once, he was like, you, you say a lot, but you don't tell nobody nothing. Like, you got a lot to, you know, inform people with, an educated bit, but you don't tell nobody nothing. Who you talk to, who you tell, because you ain't telling me, you know? And I'm like, but that's why you're a Pisces. You could just feel it. Uh, I don't have to tell you. Like, my closest friends are Pisces and Cancers. Like, I got a lot of friends, but Pisces and Cancers, they they get the the closest, excuse me, and Scorpios, obviously. Yeah, my two cousins, like, those are the people closest because I don't have to tell them. You know, I don't have to tell them. Like my cousins, no, they haven't spoken to me for a minute. They know what I'm going through. They know. They're just not saying anything because there's nothing to say. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into what it is that I was talking about yesterday. What's the concrete thing? I'm going to try to do it with less detail. So the concrete moment is when you realize that not only were you planted because you're a seed, a la the Mexican proverb that everyone wants to post on Instagram, can we all not post the same shit on Instagram? Can we just like decide as a collective, especially the big health and consciousness accounts that if one account posts it, like maybe just give it, you know, a month before you post it too? Because when people found out we were only buried because we were seeds, everybody wanted a piece of that. And I was just like, "I this is such a wonderful saying, and now I'm sick of it." <coughs> Excuse me, let's update it." So as I was sitting here saying that to you yesterday, I looked out onto the porch here, which is paved, and I realized that a little plant that had sprouted between the, um, in the concrete you know, I had come up from the concrete had grown immensely while I was gone and I've only been gone for four days, Uh, and I was thrown by it, and it happened to be, I caught sight of it, as I was saying, you know, we've been buried, cancer season eclipse, like we're getting buried because we got to grow out of this, we got to grow out of it, and then I looked out, and I realized, oh shit, we haven't just been planted because we're seeds, we're not just in the dirt, this cancer season coming to a close. My friends, this is like the concrete that's been poured on top. So so why? Why now do we have to have this concrete moment? You see, the PSI, the force within a seed, is strong enough to bust through concrete. It is, obviously. It happens all the time. But if, it was, but if seeds were only planted in dirt, loose dirt, how would we ever know what they're capable of? A seed always opens with that amount of force, but how would we ever know if it had never been put under concrete? Now, does the universe know what the seed is capable of? Absolutely. You think we do? I remember the first time I saw a plant going out of the concrete. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was like, dad, what is that? (laughs) Someone should take care of that plant and let it grow really big. And my dad was like, no, they're gonna come over and rip it out. And I was like, why? That plant is so strong. Doesn't it deserve to live? And he was like, yeah, but it's in the wrong place. It's like, damn. (laughs) Like, even at that age, I realized I was like, I'm a little young for your philosophical mind. (laughs) Slow down, dad. (laughs) Um, But he just doesn't believe in that. He talks to everybody like they're a full grown adult. Full grown, full grown. He taught like he don't talk to animals, but I'm sure if he did, he would talk to them like they were full grown. Um, the, only, the only beings that he talks to in any sort of like a baby voice. He don't have one, but if there is any sort of like thing like that, then it's with birds. <laughs> he loves birds. I do too, actually. Anyway, so concrete moment. The other thing that it's analogous to and what this eclipse has been doing to us is, let me put it to you like this. So I'm sitting, uh, I'm trying not to be personal and this shit just ain't gonna work. Man, I don't know why it's so uncomfortable for me. It's not that I don't like sharing. I I just, I'm just locked up real tight, you know? I don't like to, I don't know, it's hard for me. It's hard for me. Uh, But this eclipse, man, it just, it wants to come out, you know, it wants to come out. Everybody's gotta like lean on their friends right now and everybody needs their friends to lean on them. You know, we all are in this collective, like, space right now of, like, damn, this really hurts. Like, for real, for real. Like, I'm in pain right now. So I'm sitting in this airport, and I realize I have this moment where I realize that uh, I think the only reason I've been so wrapped up emotionally the past few years because I just, I didn't want to go through these changes alone. And I realized yesterday that I had to, and I have to. And that when you get concrete poured over you, which I think placement-wise as, you know, Gemini Cancer, like stuff going on, I think it was about, I don't know, five years ago, four years ago. Anyone you invited down there beneath the concrete with you, they they not a seed. You're the seed, you know, and you and you have to sprout. You have to sprout up through it, not because you can't, but just to show yourself that you can. And it's a singular process. And I think we all know and are well aware of anything that's been taken or being taken or going away, or floating away, you can see it floating away, anything that's happening like that to you right now, you've been knowing from jump that that shit wasn't right. Yo, when I tell you that from day fucking one from jump, my last relationship, I knew it wasn't right, from the moment I walked in, I knew it wasn't right. Like down to my bones, like I knew it in my bones, but I think I felt like, Yo, I think I felt like, you know, you broke up your family, right? You left your husband. Like, you did that. You know what I'm saying? You did that. And I think I just really wanted to hurt myself. Like, I wanted, like, a weapon, you know, against myself. Because I felt guilty. Because I felt bad for what I had done. But, like, I felt bad, but it needed to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I can't be in anything where I'm not in love. I just can't. I'm Mm mm-mm, because, like, the side of me that's gonna come out, nobody wants to see that, when I don't love you, I mean, (laughs) you should just run, you know, you should go, and he wasn't gonna go anywhere, and I, and, and we were not in love anymore, I don't think so, you know, but I felt bad, I felt guilty, you know, my, my, intrinsic Pakistani morality my entire culture everything was telling me that I had done the unthinkable by breaking up my family and especially over some shit like I wasn't happy it's one thing if it happens over some quote-unquote real shit but your feelings who cares about your feelings you know um and so I did I was walking around with this like um I need to be punished for this kind of thing. And so when I wandered ass backwards into that horrific, toxic thing, I just, I knew. And I was like, oh, this is the punishment. You know, like, this is what I've been looking for. And then somewhere along the way, uh, that became addictive, You know, like you have something in your life that you feel bad about or you've been taught to feel bad about or inferior, feel inferior because of. And then you go out there and you find yourself a a punisher. Because you are walking around deeply wanting to be abused because you feel like that's what you deserve, you know. And that's why no one I knew got it because... All my friends, everyone that's known me my whole life, my family, everybody. <clears throat> excuse me, they had never seen me react out of guilt because I don't feel guilty. It's just that, like I'm Muslim. I don't have that. I don't have that particular bone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what you do, you're gonna pay for. Boom. Um, guilt, not really my thing. I never, never felt it. Don't know that emotion. <laughs> um. And so I have always been, like, legit treated like a queen. Didn't matter what was going on. Like, my relationship game was tight. That's a tight ship, you know? So nobody got it. They were like, yo, what is going on with you? The guy that I named my son after, halfway through that relationship, he took me aside. uh, Irani guy, so intelligent. And he said, "Um, you know, If you hate yourself that much, just go back to Denmark. Just go. Make it work, figure it out, do what you need to do, or just be there, start a new life there. But you hate yourself so much that you're letting somebody destroy you. And whoever is around you, I don't know who you're hanging out with, but what he's doing to you is killing everybody around you. We can all see it. And we've never seen this from you. Like... You've always had people who adored you and propped you up and and you were always like shining and beautiful and like nicely dressed and happy and what's going on? And I just, you know, I was in it. I was in the monkey house. I couldn't smell the shit. Even though like obviously I named my son after him. This person's extremely important to me. Um helped raise me you know like he knows what the fuck is up he knows he he's part of the who programmed my mind to be the way it is you know all that Fitzgerald all the Hemingway all the Keats and the poetry the Joyce like that's all him that all came from him so he knows how I think he knows what I value and he was like son what are you doing like if you really this mad at yourself take care of it that's some psychological deep psychological shit that I don't think like my mom would have been able to say to me Her version of saying that was, well, who told you to break up your marriage? (laughs) You know, Um, and I think that it took me uh, to have this like concrete moment during this eclipse when I was sitting in Barcelona yesterday to fully understand what the fuck has been going on because I know that everything that goes on in your life is because you need it to. You're making it happen. You're trying to teach yourself something. You know what I'm saying? Your higher self is trying to teach you the lesson that you, he, it knows that you can only learn in a certain way. That's what we have to remember. The universe knows you intimately. The universe is not some far away thing. You know what I'm saying? First of all, that's the first thing to get comfortable with. The universe is not some far away thing. The universe is right here. Look at your hand right now. Look down at your hand. The space between you and your hand right now is the universe. It is full. If we took a picture of the space between you and your hand right now, okay, the amount of dark matter, quote unquote, which is not really what it is, but okay, they like, they like sci-fi terms, but the amount of energy, potential energy is what it is, between you and your hand that is visible, okay, on a camera, is staggering. So the universe is right here right? The universe is intimately connected to you, knows everything about you, right? So that being, that energy, that force, that understanding, that mind that knows everything about you, who could teach you a lesson better than that? Who could teach you better than something, some intelligence that knows everything about you? If you're more comfortable with the idea of AI as opposed to the universe, as opposed to God, Considering where we are in the food chain, it don't matter, Holmes. It don't matter. If you look at it in terms, if you just, you're like, oh, all this God stuff. If you're an atheist, just listen, uh, algorithms, same. This being knows your uh, Fourier transforms that your brain goes through better than you do. So it can teach you better than you can. So whatever you're in right now, you are you are asking specifically for this lesson. Let's get that straight. And some of you have been asking for the same lesson in more and more uh, extreme um, ways because you're just not learning it the way that you're getting it. And so if you're, if you're in a place in your life, like yesterday, yo, I finally got to a place when I was sitting in that airport yesterday where I was like, yo, God, what's, what is this? Like, what are you doing? And then I realized, I'm like, yo, I'm like that kid. You know, anyone who has kids or nephews or whatever, you know what it's like. Where are my markers? They're in the other room. No, they're not. Go look again. No, but I look. They're not in there. (laughs) You know, my dad would say, what's going to happen when I find them? What's going to happen when I go in there and find them? And we'd be like, "Uh, never mind. We'll go look ourselves. (laughs) But if you're at all an indulgent parent, raise his hand. Uh, you will go in the other room or you'll go in their room and you'll find the damn markers, right? But after a while, <clears throat> speaking from personal experience, uh, your kid is almost as tall as you and still talking about where's the markers. And you get to a point where you look at them and like, listen, I've done this with you for a long time. You ask me, I go look for it. We've, we've put this charade up quite long enough, okay? You know that if you look harder or actually look, you're going to find them. You're just not looking very hard because you know I'm going to go in there and find them for you. But now I need you to really go find them on your own because you know they're in there. And not because I don't want to find them for you. I love doing stuff for you. But I'm also realizing how this is debilitating you a little bit because you're just not putting in enough effort to do stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's not out of any sort of, you know, spite or wanting to hurt you or whatever. It's just you You got to do this for yourself. I can't do this for you. I can't be that indulgent parent I can't make you sprout from underneath this concrete. And I'm like, but yo, you poured the concrete over me. And God's like, yo, no, you poured the concrete over you. Nobody told you to leave your husband and your marriage. Nobody told you to do that shit. You did that shit, right? You wanted that concrete poured over you because you want to see what you made of. Well, then go ahead and sprout. Why are you sitting here on the eve of an eclipse in Barcelona crying? Go ahead and sprout then. Right, But you can't expect me to make you sprout. How that work? I can't always be there finding the markers for you when you good, well, and good know where they are. And guess what? Let me do you one better. You don't want those markers, fam. You only want those markers because you think they lost. You ever look for something so hard because you can't find it and then you realize when you find it that you really didn't want it, you just looking like crazy because you didn't know where it was? <coughs> And the universe is like, you keep making me look for shit that you really don't want. And when I put it in your face, when I put it in front of you, like, here, take this piece of shit that you don't even want. Here, 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 stop bothering me. Here's your fucking markers. Then you, fam, then you get up and walk away. Because like I said, you don't really want them. So don't come back to me again asking me for the same shit that you don't really want. Now if you want it, go get it yourself. But guess what? You really don't want them. So you're going to look for five minutes and you're going to stop and you're going to find something else to do. Boom. Boom. That's the eclipse energy. Because what you're going to end up doing when you don't find them is you're going to go do something you really want to do that perhaps you're scared to do. Sprout up from underneath the concrete. You know what I'm saying? Remember, cancer season is a mother season. Mother's are tough love, honey. If all a mother is is soft and sweet, um, she's not doing you any favors. Look at nature. Is nature sweet? Sometimes the birds are sweet. You know what I saw that I'm gonna talk about in the Leo manifestation video? Yo, that fucking cat, that cat waited outside where the birds eat, ran up in here with the bird flying, he's chasing the bird. He caught the bird in here when it flew up into the window and hit its head, took it outside and I can't get out of my head the vision of him with the bird with both its wings open and this cat has that bird's head in its mouth. And it looked up at me with the whole bird hanging out of his mouth. I was like, nature is <laughs> just like. And then the best part was that he, he didn't even eat the bird. He just wanted to kill it. Just to kill it. That fucked me up. That part really fucked me up because I was 100% waiting to see him maul that bird and eat it. Because, like, why else would you have waited that long to kill something? You must be even hungrier than, like, us, everyone feeding you, right? Nah. That wasn't about hunger at all. So nature is super savage. And we may not always understand why. And mothers need to employ tough love. And we never understand why when they do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure the first time I told my son, like, no, if you want that, then go look for it. He was like, it's like when, when you wean them off uh, breastfeeding. Lord, a child will look at you like you are the monster from hell when you do that. Because they're like, yo, what's up? Why? Why you do that? <laughs> I thought we had a good thing going here. <laughs> really? You just going to stop? Nah. <laughs> so in the same way, we are, we have been weaned for about three weeks in the most loving, emotional, deep way possible. But now, you know, the other side, remember, cancer duality. The other side of cancers is silent like the grave. i tell you like this. If you got a cancer in your life and you're trying to hurt them and they're not reacting anymore, there's no more crying, there's no more hurting. When you can't hurt a cancer anymore, run. Yo, run, because because they've done flipped over the switch that Christian Bale equilibrium switch, you know, where the where the lie detector goes straight again in that movie Equilibrium. That shit is not a joke. Cancers go into like um, it's like rest and kill mode where they just they fuck the shell. It's all claws. You know what I'm saying? You fuck with my shell, oh you broke my shell, cool. I'm all claws now. Let's go. You know? Uh And the end of this season is really asking us now to use those claws. Sprout from underneath the concrete. Like, face yourself. Face yourself. That's like, you know, um, like I was talking about in the cancer manifestation that people don't like being around cancers that they tell their business to because later they feel gross. I read recently that there's that's a psychological, that's a thing, that's a real thing that people do with other people. And I suspect they do it more with cancerians than anyone else. (coughs) But part of the reason that happens and the way that they put it in psychological terms is that you see yourself in that person then. You see your real self, right? And that's really hard. Right? It's really hard to see yourself because we, no matter what we think of ourselves physically, ah, 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 we look like this or that, doesn't matter. What we are, what we really, really are, not very palatable. You know, even the best among us aren't... (laughs) Who we really, really are is usually... A mix, you know? And we don't live in a society, and we've never, we've never lived in societies that was okay with that. You know, as a Gemini, I have my own issues with that. Like, whenever people uh, are astounded by Geminis being crazy, I'm like, yo, why can't we just give ourselves a little space in the culture to be a little bit fucked up? Because we all have it in us. You know, I'm not talking about the purge or anything. But, like, we all have it in us to be, um, yeah, there is, there is a slight malevolence in all of us. And I think, again, that tying it back to the cancer thing, <coughs> I think that you recognize that in yourself when you unload on a cancer and you tell them all their sh- all your shit. Or if you're facing this eclipse, you haven't told anyone. You still told the season. You told the moon. You know? And now it's showing you like what you are and that's hard you know like it's really 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 difficult to see yourself as you really are it was much more comfortable for me until yesterday morning to believe that I was in love with somebody or had been in love with somebody where it just didn't work out You know, that was a very comfortable lie that I kept telling myself. And yesterday morning, like, (laughs) this season, this energy was like, no, you chose, like, a burning building. What do you mean that was a relationship y'all were in love and it didn't work out? You purposefully put yourself in the path of something extremely self-destructive. That was going to self-destruct no matter what you did. And you saw that train come and was like, dope, I want to stand in front of this train. Because I feel like shit. Because I can't believe I did what I did, but I did it to be happy. But now I'm like, damn, was my happiness worth all this? You see what I'm saying? Like, women get saddled with so much guilt. We're not allowed to just do things because we're not happy. We're not. And I think that the reason I did it is because I just have, you know, like I have said before, I have like a slight gender issue. A lot of testosterone. I have a lot of really male placements. And I just like been raised around a lot of guys. And I see, I've just watched men do this all their lives where like the men I know really only do what makes them happy. I mean, it's, it just coincidentally happens that they've been raised very well. So the things that make them happy are like, you know, being honor bound and dutiful and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I just kept telling myself that very comfortable lie, you know? Oh, I'm just, my feelings are hurt because I was in love with somebody and it didn't work out. What? No, your feelings are hurt because you wanted your feelings hurt. Because <laughs> you, cause you needed to learn this lesson, right? Like, if you come out of something, let me put it to you like this. I'm just using myself, fuck it. I'm just gonna use myself as this example. If you come out of something that made you unhappy and instead of being like joyful and owning it and being like yeah I did what I did but I did it because fuck that you know like I'm important and and, and how I feel is important I'm gonna die a slow deaths with, with somebody I don't fucking even like anymore you know instead of coming out of that happy and owning it I was sad I was I was broken up about it. I didn't know how to feel about it. I, I, No one in my family had ever done what I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, that's the, the best. No one had ever done what I did, and I'm a woman, you know? um, So, no, I wasn't happy. No, I wasn't owning it. Not at all, not at all. My culture wouldn't have let me even if I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? But I did it inside. My heart was hurting. Like, yeah, I did what I did for my happiness, but damn, you know? So instead of owning it, I was in a in a in a place where I really wanted to be mistreated you know, and so when the opportunity arose, of course, I took it with both hands and 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 you know made it worse and worse and worse for myself because that's what I thought I deserved so here I am sitting there in you know in the airport talking about but yo God, like why are you doing this?" and God's like, what?" what what am i do me what am i doing the fuck have you been doing for years bro like you you want this right you want to feel bad about choosing yourself well now i'm gonna put you in a situation that's where it's even harder or more more painful to choose yourself because you got to learn one way or another that choosing yourself isn't a crime you know what i'm saying you didn't learn it the first time you didn't own it, you, didn't, you, didn't, you weren't jubilant that you got out of something that was really not good for you because you weren't happy. Well, I guess you need to learn that lesson again. You didn't like it when I planted you in the dirt. Well, here's some concrete. Try sprouting through this now because one way or another, you're going to learn that putting yourself first Putting your happiness, putting such a high price on your happiness that you were willing to give up your social and cultural and, and 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 heartfelt obligations for it. It's one thing to say you put yourself first, you know what I'm saying? That that's easy. It's another thing to actually fucking do it. It's another thing to put this whole society and everything that everyone tells you to the side and be like, No, bro, I'm not happy. And with me, it was easy like, I hate to say it, but it was easy to leave because I understand very well, fundamentally, the, the connection between your emotions and your your health, your youth, your health, whatever you want to call it. Because all, that's all it is. It's not youth. When people are like, damn, you look mad young. No, I'm just healthy. That's all it is. I'm just healthy. And I also realize that health has everything to do with emotional happiness. <clears throat> that's why you see certain people, they just always get sick, but they also sad. They're scared. There's there's something going on emotionally that keeps their chakras from spinning and creating the right amount of hormones that they need to stay in a good balance. You see what I'm saying? So I knew that being unhappy the way that I was, that I would get sick, that I would get old like that. You know what I'm saying? And I I just, it was easy. I was like, fuck this. Like, I tried. I can't do this. I never thought for one second that after I walked away from it is when the pain would start. You see what I'm saying? Choosing myself was easy. Defending that choice almost killed me. Because then I felt the need to get into something that it was even worse than what I got out of. That was the bugged out part. Because, because I didn't embrace my choice and actually live through it. I, 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 I did the thing, but then like fell through, you know? And the universe was like, oh no, bitch. That means you didn't really learn. Let me put you in a situation where now someone's going to make you choose between you and your religion. Someone's going to make you choose between you and your most fundamental morality, fundamental moralities, things that you could never do. He's going to make you do them. Because now, this time, to choose yourself is going to be even harder cuz you didn't learn. You not you not, you know, you you got the prize but you didn't you didn't go through the struggle to get the prize so you just like treating it like it's nothing. Okay, well let's try again then. That's what I mean about the humbling, like let's try again then. And I took that, you know, thing right there and I made that into oh that was love and that was loss and that was this and that was that and it's like for some reason, no, not for some reason, because of this fucking eclipse, <laughs> I had to face myself yesterday morning and I was like, fuck, I still don't know how to be happy about choosing myself. I'm still feeling guilty about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm still like putting my happiness in some other third place because I don't feel good enough to own it a lot of times when we let people treat us really bad and when I tell you like yo Ugh, I think I got this from my mother where she just never says you know what I'm saying but like it is the cosmic joke where I'm gonna be smacking all of you in the head when I see you up there later like every one of you is getting bopped in the head for letting me go through this because this shit was the worst shit that's ever happened to me like legit this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life was meeting that person and what I went through with that person like it was the most abusive it was so abusive that I can't even remember so much of it you see what I'm saying you see what I'm saying like it Like, I really felt like shit and really wanted someone to treat me like shit. I really did. I wanted my inside and my outside to reflect one another. And I think that's what we always do. So if you find yourself right now, (coughs) excuse me, in a situation where someone's treating you really, really bad, follow that red thread, as the Danes like to say. Follow that red thread of pain back to where it's coming from. Because my pain had nothing to do with, dude. It had to do with what had happened before I even met him and what I was suffering with and what I couldn't own up to. Because the thing is, the the truth of it is, at the time when we started hooking up and getting together, I had very, very, very good prospects in terms of like guys that I was seeing and just casually dating. And if I had chosen to embrace my happiness and not feel bad and not feel guilty, uh like, I'd be in a completely different place in my life. I probably wouldn't have started the channel, though. So, there is that. Um, but I just, I couldn't. I and, and, and everyone who was the epitome of embrace life, embrace success, embrace happiness. You know, you, you got your freedom. Come on, let's, you know, let's hang out. <clears throat> let's, like, create things together. Let's do art. Let's go places. Like, ah, you know, I didn't want those choices. I chose the most meager option that had nothing going, wasn't gonna have anything going, was horribly addicted, horribly abusive. Like I chose the person that was the antithesis of embracing life, just death on me. Like actually, actually, he said at one point, "I don't even know why you bought that plant. Plants always die around me." Y'all know my house is full of plants. I was like, "Plants do what around you?" <laughs> Wait, (laughs) (laughs) the fuck are you doing living in my house, (laughs) bruh? Talk about like embracing death, you know? Um, And yesterday, it just became really clear to me that I've just been embracing everything, indulging everything. Um, to run away from the fact that my life is still sitting here waiting for me to own it and to own being happy even though I didn't want to be a married woman anymore. Even though I'm a woman who had a child who left a marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've just been looking at my happiness from far away for quite a few years now. And then put this, you know, destructive dude in the in, in between me and it to be like, oh, I have an excuse for now why I'm not embracing my happiness. It's because of him. No, but you put him there. You know, just like whatever's going on in your life right now, you're like, oh, but that that, that person is between me and my happiness. Fam, you put them there. That person is between me and my dream job. That person is between me and my dream place where I want to live. That person, No, fam. You put them there, that person was standing between me and me, uh, me and my wanting a family or having a baby because he's just not ready or she's just not ready or he doesn't want to get. No fam, you put them there. You put them there. That's what I realized yesterday, and that shit rocked me, bro. Like I legit, physically felt like a fucking salty, big, mean-ass wave slap me in the face that's what it felt like it felt like my tears were just the residual water on my fucking face from that fucking wave slapping me you know your cancer friends when they just be in their mode when they just write they write they write they write they write about everything you just want to choke the life out of them like that and you want to choke them because because they write (laughs) but it's just annoying (laughs) I don't actually choke. But I, I've choked one person. I put a hole in a girl's trachea, my brother's ex-girlfriend. She made him cry. Um. Anyway, that bitch deserved it on many levels, though. Like, she's lucky that's all I did to her. Her father called my father from her hospital room the next morning. I think I was, like, 16 at the time. Um, and he was like, your daughter. He's was a guy. <laughs> your daughter, uh... Put a hole in my daughter's trachea with her thumb. She could have died. I'm with her in the hospital now. And my dad was just like, oh, she lived? (laughs) And the guy was like, excuse me? (laughs) And my dad hung up. (laughs) And of course, me and him are cackling, laughing our asses off. And my mom is looking at the both of us like, (laughs) That's not right. (laughs) She's always like, Umber, violence is not the answer. (laughs) But I'm like, Lady, your words hurt people worse than anything I've ever physically done to them. So maybe you need to reconsider what the fuck violence is. (laughs) Okay, Lucille Bluth. (laughs) Let's leave it there. Um, So... I sorry I got sidetracked um so it's like that feeling where you want to joke them because they just so right but it's the kind of right like obvious right like I already know that but they keep saying it to you because you're like you seem like you know it but you don't really know it because look how you're behaving you 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 must not really know it you know what I'm saying? And that's how it hit me. Like, yo, you are sitting like a stone's throw from your own happiness. And I don't mean like surface happiness. You know, ah, uh, 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 go here, go there, go to parties, get dressed up. You know, whatever. Like, all the shit that people do. Like, I don't mean that. I mean, when you're, when you're happy, you wake up happy inside. You go to sleep happy inside. And it's not because of anything or anyone. You just, you're just just happy. You just feel good. You're alive. you happy. You feel blessed just being here, you know? If you're sitting a stone's throw away from that feeling and anything that's standing between you and that a guy a girl a want of your own even something that you feel like you should have earned or gotten to by now you know some checklist that you got in your head i feel like that wave hit me to be like son like that's just not it like <laughs> you 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 are putting that thing there i would never do that to you what, what kind of universe what kind of god do you think i am what kind of sadist do you think i am that i keep your own happiness from you fam you think I'm keeping my, your happiness from you? For real? Is that what you just asked me? Right? Is that what you just asked me? Like, yo, God, what are you doing? Is that what you just asked me? Nah, fam, what are you doing? You think that I'm the kind of God that would keep that from you? Of course Not. But 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 I am I am the tough love. I'm not gonna just bring that thing over to you. I've been bringing that thing over to you over and over. Where's my happiness? I can't find it. it's right there. No, but I can't find it. Will you look for it? Will you get it for me? And I think you know, cancer eclipse season is like the universe being like, nah, go find it yourself. Because I keep bringing it to you. I keep finding it for you and bringing it to you, and you just like, you know, what I'm saying. So that analogy works on many levels. And all you have to do when you realize that your happiness is sitting right there and that whatever's standing between you and it, it doesn't matter how that thing is reacting. That thing is uh, calling you, not calling you, texting you, not texting you. Whatever is going on. Wants to be with you, doesn't want to be with you, wants to marry you, doesn't want to marry you. The job that you should have, don't have, da, 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 doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Whatever that thing is, that cancer season, because people are like, ah, oh, this feeling is so horrible, but no one's putting words on it. They're like, I just feel so bad, I just feel so bad. You feel bad because that mirror is fucking clean as shit right now. The mirror that you look in and you see your real self, that mirror got washed fucking clean by cancer waves. And what you're seeing now and what it's showing you is that whatever is making you unhappy is your fucking choice. You you put that there. Fam, this person that I put between me and my happiness, when I tell you that this person doesn't give a fuck about me, it's less than that. This, like, he doesn't give a fuck about me to the point where he would actually go out of his way to hurt me, hurt my business, hurt my friends, like, like, actively would do things against me. <laughs> That's much how much he doesn't care about me so how could that be the thing that i'm keeping between me and my happiness how could the universe have put my happiness in their pocket not possible not possible at all right it's not possible hold on one second drink some water please thank you you see it's not possible But the and 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 I'm sure that whatever standing between you and your happiness right now is someone who really wants to hurt you and doesn't like to be like now I'm a be that cancer season eclipse energy and doesn't really love you. Like, yo, you know how long it took me to figure out that like that this dude doesn't give a fuck about me. It took mad long. And then yesterday, I just fucking understood it out of nowhere. Because the thing is, there's a difference between making a choice and knowing something. You can make a choice not to fuck with somebody, not to talk to somebody, to ignore somebody, to block somebody. That's a choice. But when you know something, that's different. That's not a choice anymore. You see what I'm saying? Like, if I'm walking on the side of the road and I know that there's a sidewalk there, I'm just on on habit. I'm going to be on the sidewalk. I'm not going to walk in the road because i know there's a sidewalk there i know that keeps me safe from the cars in the road boom it's just that's not a choice no one no one is like well except for that dumb bitch that was jogging in new york traffic on real housewives that one time that bitch yo i'm surprised that a new yorker didn't just come out in the middle of the street and slap the shit out of her just on principle um no one no one chooses except that dumb bitch to run or anything in traffic you use the fucking side that's not a choice that's just something you know that's smart that's stupid boom that's how it was yesterday like it's not a choice it's like that's smart this is dumb that's your happiness right there how do you think i would ever put this pathetic piece of shit in between you and your happiness you doing that because for some reason or other you decided that you shouldn't be happy So this reflection or that reflection of the vacuum that's showing up, of the hologram that's showing up, don't put that shit on me. This is the whack way you want to learn this lesson? Oh, well, that's what you produced. Why are you putting that on me now? I've been knowing this dude is whack. I've been sending you people from everywhere, all walks of life, from all over the place being like, dude is whack as fuck. But if you think that that's what you deserve because you did something quote-unquote wrong, and you can't get over it, then just keep punishing yourself with this. But I'm going to let you know that it's not me punishing you. I'm going to let you know today (laughs) that it's you punishing you. This is your choice that you're making. And that shit legit blew my mind, man. Like, sprout from underneath the concrete. You put yourself under there, go ahead. The PSI with which you sprout is the same no matter... If you're in dirt or concrete, but since you decided to want to see what it's like to sprout from underneath this concrete, go ahead and bloom then. You could do it. No, but I don't, but I don't, of course you know. Of course you can do it. A seed doesn't decide to sprout. (laughs) A flower doesn't decide or choose to bloom. It just does. You know when one egg hatches, all the eggs hatch even the ones that aren't ready, quote, unquote, because it's just like when it happens, it happens, that's it, it's time, it's time, you know what I'm saying, so like it's time, you, you, you've been like uh, kind of playing with this false choice, you know what I'm saying, for like years now, a false choice of like, oh, I have the choice to either embrace this or my happiness. I have the choice to either embrace love or money. I have the choice to either embrace, you know, family or uh, peace of mind have, or, or, or um, passion or having to make money. Whatever it is, whatever, uh, making society happy, making myself happy. Whatever choice that you've been standing between, I think that the next few days is about the world, the universe, God, whatever you think of it, AI algorithm showing you that this was always a choice that was in your hands. You always had the power to circumvent that thing and push it out of the way and go straight to your happiness because this is the gag. If it was this dude, that dude, any other dude, it wouldn't fucking matter. If I just pushed that shit out of the way and it actually approached my happiness, my peace of mind that's only a stone's throw away, and grabbed it, this, that, and the other would just come to me anyway. That's what you got to understand. Anything right now that's not going the way you want is only not going the way you want because you're not standing in your power. You've, for some reason or other, given that power up. For me, it was like I got divorced because I was strong. I was strong and I'm and I mean a lot to myself and I and I didn't want to see myself unhappy like that. But then I couldn't um embrace embrace the choice that I had made. Everyone around me made me feel so bad for it that I like, you know, I lost steam. And I and I didn't realize that it's not just about doing one grand action and being like, okay, this means I choose myself. Because what I did is I turned around and then I just handed my happiness to some other dude. And, you know. The other two men in my life, the two men I've been married to were like fucking really, you know, sophisticated, beautiful, intelligent individuals, you know, naturally good looking from the time they were born. No insecurities like that. And this was a mess. Physically, emotionally, everything, not good looking, like all of it, just like insecure about everything, like a mess. So you turn around, your happiness was in someone's hands that was pretty, you know, together as a person and you gave it to this toxic motherfucker who like took you into his toxic fucking world. And now you like god why? Fam, no, I'm asking you why? Why are you doing this? And the truth of it is, if you just embrace your happiness, that thing that you think that's really hard to get, that's really hard cuz it's letting go, it's not it doesn't want you, you don't want it, whatever as soon as you embrace what's on the other side of it, that for some reason you feel like you don't deserve Right? I gave you my example, whatever it is in your life that makes you feel maybe it's just that someone's been telling you your whole life you don't deserve it. it. It could be as simple as that. You know, It could just be simple programming. You don't even know why you don't think you deserve it, but you know you don't deserve it. Because someone's been telling you you can't have it, you're not good enough to have it. As soon as you push all that away and actually just embrace being happy for no fucking reason other than that you're fucking alive, the first thing you realize is that toxic shit The reason it's repelling you, the reason they don't want to be around you, the reason it's abusive to you, the reason all that shit is going on, because it knows that you don't vibe, fam. The toxic people in your life are well aware that you're not toxic. That's why they try to pull you down to where they are. If you were like them, there would be no struggle. You know what I'm saying? If I just wanted to drink all the time, talk about everybody, gossip about everybody, be elitist, and, you know, look down on people who didn't have money and do all that, I would have been fine in that relationship. Like, me and Toxic Homie would have been cool. Y'all would have been coming to a red wedding and everything. You know what I'm saying? But... Like, you, the toxic people in your life know that you're not toxic. That's why they got to constantly drag you down to where they are. If they didn't have to drag you down, y'all would just be chilling. Y'all be on the same vibe. If you were on the same vibe, you would connect. You see? You would connect. But if you're not on that vibe and you actually like, oh, I have that big thing coming up, I really want that thing, or I have these big dreams, or I'm starting to feel good about myself, or I really just want to be happy, then, of course, that thing is trying to pull away from you because you don't vibe. And now the universe is like this wave is gonna come in and it's gonna push out everything that's standing between you and your happiness. And I guarantee you that you don't know how to embrace it. You you have no you have no prior knowledge of it. You have no learned behavioral experience. It's a learned skill, fam. If your parents didn't teach you when you were a kid how to embrace your own happiness for whatever reason with them, you know, how the fuck are you supposed to know how this works? Where's the instruction manual, dude? And cancer season like instruction manual? Here's the instruction manual, whoosh, everything washes away, look, there's your happiness, go grab it, that's the instruction manual, and the next time somebody tells you, for whatever reason, that you're not allowed to just be happy for no fucking reason, because of how you look, because of how you be, because of this, because of that, because you didn't give them what they wanted, just be like, yeah, no, I've been trying that for mad long, and and I see your logic, but for some reason, that way of living just doesn't work for me, I know you think I shouldn't be happy, because I didn't do this, that, and the other yet, But I tried living like that, and it sucks. (laughs) I don't want my happiness dependent on some fucking checklist no more of how much I did or didn't do for this person, that person, in my own life, according to culture and morality, whatever. I I can't let my happiness be subjected to that checklist before I'm allowed to just, you know, like, praise God, just be alive, yo. Just be alive. And I just, I saw it yesterday, man. I saw it and I was like, fuck, is it, is it that simple? And that's the thing about Cancerians. They simple, right? They complicated as fuck, but they simple because they're working off these like absolute cosmic truths. And I'll tell you, this is probably the most important one. And you know, cancer season, the deepest it gets until we get to Pisces. Because Scorpio season, listen, if you do anything but fuck during Scorpio season, I want to meet you. Because how you got that power, I don't know. Um, this is all about fucking, right? Um, And like magic and shit. But this is it. This is the deep lesson. The first one of the year. The first one of the year. Your happiness. You got to walk up to it and grab it. No one is keeping it from you. Except what you think makes you unworthy of it. That's it. There's no person. There's no nothing. No force of God. Nothing is going on that's keeping you from it, except that for some reason or other you feel like you' too bad, too uh, lacking, uh, too guilty. You've done too much wrong. And let me tell you like this: Look at the ocean. The ocean forgives everything. It says it over and over again in the Quran. It says it in the Bible. It says it in the Torah. It says it everywhere. Forgiveness is divine. This world is divine. You are already forgiven for whatever you think that you did that makes you unworthy of your happiness right now. Whatever that thing is that you think that you did, I have one of those where I'm like, no, I'll never be happy again because I did that thing. I should never have done that thing. Yo, the universe is divine and divinity is akin to forgiveness. That's what divinity is. So this thing all around you, the, the space between you and your hand right now is filled with forgiveness. Understand that. This world is just waiting to forgive you all the time for whatever, you, for whatever you've done. And on the other side of that forgiveness is the happiness that you're looking for. Of course, will you be judged later when we're all done here? Yeah, sure. But listen, again, no guilt. You, you, you pay for what you do. But forgiveness is a real thing and we have to understand that we have to be divine to ourselves and forgive ourselves the way the divine forgives us so we can walk up to that happiness clear and not say, I'm not really allowed to have you. Let me go hand you off to a douchebag. No, like I'm allowed to have you. Yeah, I fucked up, but we're here and it's okay. And I can still be happy even though we fucked up. You see Shout out to everybody. Everybody. (laughs) I love you guys so much. Keep your head up. It's 10 days left. You could do it. We could do it.